When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. I'm just saying, hold on. Hold yeah, start on. the show. Hold on, big dog. Start the show. Hold on. Hold on. Don't threaten me with a good time. Start the show. Shit, we here. Start the show. We here. Start the show. Hello. Hello. Somebody calling you? Hello. Yeah, they said. Somebody calling you? They said. (laughs) What they say? (laughs) What they say? Yeah, yeah. What's the white saying? I give it all to the fucking mics, man. If it's been so long, then I know I can. I'm on the I'm trying to keep a level head. Okay. She want my time, she begging me to give me. Okay, okay, okay. Yo, what's the deal, y'all? What's the deal, y'all? Hope all is well. Welcome back to another episode. I'm Duke. I'm Omar. I'm Jalan, and this is another episode of the number one podcast in Los Angeles. Nice and neat. What's up, fellas? How you what doing up, what today? Up, what up, what what's up? the dilly, bro? Man, we you know we have um we got an interesting topic today. I do before we get into the topic, I kind of want to bounce back to something that we was talking about off off camera, but I kind of want to bounce back to it a little bit. You know, um we were talking about who was better, Franklin Saint or James Saint Patrick. I didn't even realize they both yeah. had Saint in there. But me personally, I'm a Ghost fan off of Power. If you guys haven't watched Power or Snowfall. We were talking about who was just a better drug lord. Me personally, I'm a ghost fan. I'm a ghost fan. This is what I was going to say. This is why I had to, I had to come back to this because y'all not going to just cut me off. I'm a ghost fan because the way that he just kind of ran his empire and also the way he ran his club, understanding that his employees involved in that. He had Tommy that was willing to do any. Is Tommy like Leon? What you say, Tommy? Sure. No. That's, no. But that's his right-hand man. No. Tommy is more of a partner than, than Leon was. Leon, but Leon is, they, they are partners, I though. felt like Leon was more underneath Franklin, and Tommy was more I like, feel that way. hey, yo, we built this together. That's what it felt like. But you don't, ever, you don't think that Ghost felt like he was above Tommy? No, no, no. What I'm saying is it was, it was emphasized by Tommy, and yeah. hey, we built this together. That's and true. They, they was 50-50 on the split. That's, yeah. that's yeah. true. Yeah. Well, Franklin's like, yo, this is my shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh. So... I'm glad we talked about this because it's actually kind of leads into what we're going to talk about today. Just the dynamic of friendship, right? And then as life continues to grow on, if we want to use those characters, as life continues to take them different places, you know, like different things happen. You know, the different desires happen, different wants happen, different crowds get involved in their lives. And it kind of pulls you apart from friends that you grew up with, from friends that you came up with after you were grown, friends that you've met in adulthood, and you know, just like what that experience is like. I know me personally, I've went through just being a child and you know, get moving to a different city and losing a best friend that way, right? Or being in a school and going to a different school and losing a best friend that way. And then you go through these phases of life, high school, and you with somebody through high school and you guys established like, yo, we're going to rock with each other through thick and thin. And then life kind of just takes you guys in different directions. And those words still remain true, but 
the level of your encounters change. You know, we could look at our relationship, us being able to be together every single day at some point in time. And with all of us experiencing relationship and the aspirations of family and all of those things, it takes us differently. It takes us in different directions. So I feel like it's a lot of people in the audience who may be dealing with this as well, but just talking about the way that we navigate those different I don't want to call them seasons because they're longer than that. But those friendships that we have and, you know, sometimes they're friendships that you no longer have. And sometimes that friendship just looks a little bit different. I don't know if you guys are dealing with that, but I know that's something that I've been dealing with for a while in my life. Like, does any of this resonate with y'all? Oh, guaranteed. 1,000%. And I would say that, you know, when I think about separating or distancing myself or growing apart from friends at an early age, I'm not really too affected by it, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I'm more affected by it today, you know what I mean? Because today at 34 going on 35, it's like I really value and cherish and need the conversations, the camaraderie and um, the brainstorming, the, the, the link ups. I actually need those, you know what I mean? Whereas as a kid, I, you know, and just want to just, just like a play, you know, I just wanted to hang <laughs> out. But now it's more so like, not like I really need to bounce this idea off of you. And like, I, I really could use your insight on this particular situation that I'm really struggling with. And so like the absence or the, the departure or just the, the time that you, the lack of time that you, we now have amongst each other, <clears throat> I, I'm affected by it. Like, it, it, it bothers me just because it's something that I need more than anything in my life. I get a lot of stuff from my woman, you know what I mean? Uh, a lot of game, a lot of insight, and a lot of conversation. But there's something in particular that you can't get from your woman that you could get from your friends, yeah. you know what I mean? And um, so, yeah, at, at this age, you know, I'm affected. But at, at this age, though, I also understand it more, right? Like, I understand that you have a woman at home and you have a whole business that you run. Huh. I understand that you have a whole business that, that you run. You have a whole woman at home, you know, and vice versa. I understand that, you know, Tone has two kids and he runs a whole business and he deals with athletes and entertainers. Like, so I'm very understanding about like what my friends are going through. You know what I mean? And I have uh, empathy for you, but I, I would be lying if I said I didn't miss the link ups, you know what I mean? Because, if I think back about just something so simple of just like, and obviously this is not hanging out because we used to live together, right? But this is what I'm talking about. We used to sit down for hours, bro, and be like, hey, bro, what do you think about the situation? Okay, because this is what happened. But what if this happens, right? And so now we're not just talking about situation. We're talking scenarios, mm -hmm. right? And I think when you're able to <laughs> bounce that out, you, you, you'd be able to prepare yourself for almost any and everything that's coming at you. Mm -hmm. You miss that. Yeah. You miss that. You you don't you know once once guys start drifting apart, rightfully yeah. so, right? Because they got other things that they have to do. Um, but yeah, man, I I I I miss those those times, and I I wish we had more of them. But I also understand that why we can't. You know what I mean? And I think more than anything, and we had a friend reach out to us not too long ago who who tried to initiate um, 
um, just some type of activities amongst the group. But I think like a, a way to kind of get back to spending more time is trying to carve out something that we all have in common together that we could commit to. The hard thing is finding, finding what that is because it's like maybe something aligns with you and aligns with me, but it doesn't speak to you mm -hmm. yeah. and, you know, and vice versa. So it, it gets yeah. kind of tricky. Like I think that. I can relate too, but I don't really just speaking personally, I don't be feeling bad about it at all because I feel like we, we're, like you said, we're all at a point in our life where um, we all doing different things and we want different things for ourselves. So every, all the moments that we spend together really should be intentional, mm -hmm. right? So not just spend time together just to say we did it, but hey, like you said, hey, I need to go over um, a business idea, you know, or I'm really struggling with creativity or right now I need to just speak to my homies and get and just get away because I'm feeling stressed at home. So like that, the, all those are intentions, you know what I mean? So before we would just hang out unintentionally just it's, because we true. were boys. That's true. You know what I mean? And I just think that the way life goes and how we are evolving through life and the things that we are, that we say we want to do, right? The goals that we say we want to have and, and things like that. Those are things that are way, way more important, I think, than those those meetups not saying those meetups aren't important but if we are meeting up or if we're hanging out is that serving the greater good or the greater goal that we all have now um when i say serving the greater goal serving it may be okay i need to take a break from work so i'm going to meet up with my homies that's a that's a form of serving the greater good even though we don't have no structural you know no structured you know topic or whatever right but i think that um, for me, like, I'm okay with it because I understand that every moment that we don't hang out together, it's because of reason that it's because of a reason that is trying to get us to a point, you know, in the future where we just don't feel like we have to work as hard or we feel like we can relax. We got families we're trying to start and stuff like that. All those things to me take precedence, you know, and that doesn't mean abandoning your friends. No, that just means that. All right, look, my friends are going to be my friends, not because, you know, I don't have to nurture that relationship because I've done so much nurturing in the past that we deeply rooted now. So even if we don't hang out for a couple of months, I'm rooted with these guys, right? I'm, I really know these guys. These guys are going to be in my wedding no matter what. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So if I take that same energy and I say, yo, I just understand, we understand where, we, where each other's are, where each other um, is. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So that's kind of how I look at it, man. And um, yeah, yeah, I feel like that's just the approach I take. And Ultimately, I feel like, you know, it's all for a greater purpose. So I know you are telling the truth. Mm -hmm. I know Duke is definitely telling the truth, but Duke is already like Duke's like a I look, I put my deposits in. So when I need to withdraw, I withdraw. But mm -hmm. the deposits are there already. Let me take you to um, let's say it might be somebody who feels like that you still need to make deposits in order for y'all's relationship to work. Mm -hmm. And. Specifically speaking to you, Duke, let's say somebody feels like one of your friends feels like, yo, Duke hasn't been making the deposits that I need Duke to make mm -hmm. for our friendship. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I know how I know what your outlook is mm -hmm. on friendship. Yo, you my friend. We established that. We said we was doing life together. We said what we said, right? But you have a friend that's saying like, "Yo, 
I don't feel like you're making the deposits that I need, right? Do you feel like you need to have a conversation about that? Or it's just like, hey, yo, bro, like I'm here. I don't know what, I could, what else I could tell you. Yeah, I feel like there's a conversation that needs to be had directly towards me, right? So I would implore anyone that to hey, come to me, right? Don't just assume, come mm-hmm. to me. Like, let's talk about it so we can understand. Because a lot of times those, that, that lack of understanding comes from lack of communication. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, I think he means it this way or I feel like he's doing this when I'm really not doing this. Like if I tell you, like I just told you guys that, hey, this is how I look at it. I think that we're good because we all got lives and we all got things. We also, we vested though. He, he talking about somebody that you're not vested with. Oh, that's a completely different topic. But but that's how he looks at you though. You know what I mean? But he, he looks like me like we He like looks we're at vested. you like that, you know? He okay, look, he look at me like we rested. That, is that what you're saying? And I'm saying, let's say you guys are vested. Right, but right. Like, That's what I'm assuming we are. But like, yeah, you guys are vested. Okay, cool. You guys are vested, but he looks at you in a, in a deeper reverence than you look at him, right? Nah, that's not possible. <laughs> it is possible. Okay, okay. If anyone, if, okay, if I'm vested with anyone, mm-hmm. I would implore them to come speak to me, mm-hmm. right? That's the first thing. Because if they don't speak to me and they're harboring feelings, then that means they're building up resentment off of something that I don't know about. Okay, I'll pause you there, right? Mm-hmm. Perfect. Now let's say, because I've dealt with this, mm-hmm. let's say like, yo, I would love to talk to you, Duke, but I just don't feel like the way that your life is flowing now, I don't feel like I have access to you in the way that I want to speak to you because I feel like these are real situations. I've been in a situation like this where I have had friends that was like, yo, I don't even know how to support you, Jalan, and all I want to do is support you. You don't invite me to this, you don't invite me here. Mm. You know, but it's just like... We kind of are on two different paths. I love you and I care about you, but we are on two totally different paths right, now at right. this time in our, in our lives. And in this episode, we're talking about just yeah. like going, going in different directions with your friends. But like, how do you remain friends, but going in different directions? Is it necessary yeah, I to remain like, friends? Yes. If you're going in different directions? Yeah, yeah. It depends yeah. on how, how much you value that friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, right. if, if, if you truly value it, if it's, if it's been impactful for you and you feel like it's going to be beneficial for both, equally beneficial for both of you guys to remain friends, then yeah, you fight for that. You know what I mean? You fight to keep that even though y'all going in separate directions. It's okay to go in, se- in separate directions. I, I feel like we all have friends here that are going in separate directions, but that doesn't mean that we not, we stop being friends with I them. I think the key is communication though, right? Just like we communicate with our women, we communicate with our friends. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like understanding where each other are, all right, I keep getting that wrong. Where each other <laughs> are is, is where, where, where we are. Understand. Where we are. Yeah. Okay, I keep getting that wrong. But understanding where we are is important because then we can understand, then we could know, all right, I feel like this. I feel like in order for us to be friends, in my mind, I think it looks like this, right? Mm-hmm. But we're in two different places. So in your mind, you probably look, think it looks like this. So if we never had those communication, we never had that communication, even though we know we're in two different places, then like you can't get mad that I handle our friendship differently than you do. Yep. You know what I mean? And I feel like if someone's vested, they should never feel like I don't know how to insert myself and create space for myself to communicate with you at least. Yeah. If we're vested. Man. Now I get it if we're not vested. I get it if we don't really have that that history but if we're vested and I, I look at you as my brother and I look at you as someone that I'm going to be 
at your wedding, you're going to be at my wedding, regardless if we talk every month, there's, there's always room for that. There's always room. Anyone that has a direct line of communication to you where you can text and be like, hey, bro, there's room for that. And I expect nothing from you. You expect nothing from me. It's not a transactional relationship. There's room for that. Right. And if you feel like there's no room for that, then you probably have to do the internal work and say, OK, why do I feel like I can't communicate with this guy? Yeah. I, I feel like based off of like. Our. The, based off of how we're able to communicate with our women today versus yesterday or years in the past. Right. I know for a fact, for a fact that men don't know how to communicate that type of stuff to one another. I have, mm-hmm. to, I have to be mindful of that. We do not know how to communicate. I do not know how to express my feelings towards you as my friend, as my brother. I barely know how to express my feelings about a woman to you. You know what I mean? So I I find it really hard for men to even get to that place because we never have those open, vulnerable Because that's a vulnerable place. That's a vulnerable place, place. bro, for me. Because now it's like, man, is is he going to judge me? Is he going to judge me based off of like how I'm do, do I sound, am I sound like a girl? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's all kind of different emotions that I'm now dealing with yeah. to even come. To, and now I end up saying, fuck it, I'm not even going to say nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not even, and, and like I understand how just me personally, I could come off. I understand yep. it, bro. Like me and Brandon been friends was since I was 18. And we went through a point in my, our lives where I didn't speak to him for a long time. And he felt like, damn, like, you think you better than me? Mm. You know? Like, damn, bro, you ain't spoke to me in a minute. What's up? And I didn't hear it. But when we got back together, that's when it came out. We started talking about those feelings. So I understand how that can, how that can be. See, how much time had went by before you had years? Usually. Now, I want to say years. That's crazy. That's crazy. Usually, I, I want to say years, cr- but, but over a year, though. For sure, over a year. I'm so. just holding on to these emotions, these feelings. Hey, look, and, and like you said, you said over a year. It was probably over a year for your you to catch wind of that. Right, that's like, true. I'm, I'm so I understand. But but also, it wasn't it wasn't like we had no communication. It wasn't like that. It was just that there was no ongoing communication. There was no attempt to hey yo let's kick it it was like that mm-hmm. right my life is just going so fast i'm trying to figure things out in the nfl like i'm all over the place mm-hmm. and he's doing his thing so that's that's a reality you know but i'm for me bro at this point you know we over 30 years old right we should it's not an excuse to say yo i don't know how to communicate i don't think so how how, how are you ever going to be able to get off what's on your mind if we can't do the, do those things. Now, I understand because we are, we have this podcast, we've done a lot of self-work individually, so we, we do a lot of communicating on a daily basis, right, that we've gotten a chance to hone our skills and be able to articulate our thoughts to each other without feeling like we're compromising our masculinity. I get that, right? I get that part that everyone is not, you know, you know adept to that. I get that. But still... If there's an issue with, if you feel like, yo, I, yo, we, I value our friendship, bro, right? And I'm assuming that you value our friendship, and I would like us to do things to make sure that we keep that friendship in, in intact. Then, you know, I think you should let's kick it. You know what I'm saying? And I and I feel like that that should be the the approach. So. I'm glad you said I value our friendship. 
when I hear I value our friendship, I feel like a lot of people don't know what that said value is. Follow me here. What that looks like. What, what value looks like. I think most people only relate value to what season you guys are participating in life together. So, for example, let's say me and Omar are having a season where we're partying together and I'm the guy who gets them in the club all the time. Right. That's, that's value. That's what that's what we're we're creating our friendship off of. Mm -hmm. Like, no, we going out, we partying. I'm the one who get them in the club. And he's a guy that helps you get the girls in the and club. And he's the guy that helps me get the girl in the club. Right now, let's say I get a let's say I get a girlfriend, I get a girlfriend. I'm not going to the club no more. Mm -hmm. He now doesn't know where his value is in my life, and it could build resentment up because instead of him saying, I don't know where my value is in your life, it's, Jelan, you changed. Mm. Mm. You're not going to the club no more. Mm. You're not hanging out with these chicks no more that, that I'm bringing around. Like, what's up? Like, you changed. Mm. In reality, he's not lying, but he's not going deep enough to understand to tell himself, like, yo, I don't know what value I can still serve to you while you're in this space. And I think the biggest aspect when it comes to friendship and relationship is respecting somebody's growth, whatever that looks like. Yeah. When your partner is, when your friend is growing and they're not harming themselves, like, yo, you just got to respect where they're at. Omar told us he wants to move to Bali for a couple of months. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. What I'm going to say, we're not going to be able to hang out, bro. Like, nah, go explore that, experience that. I want to see where that takes you. Yeah. And back to your point of making all of the time where you hang out with your friends be intentional. It's because those moments happen in life. Things change. You're going to get married. You're going to get married. You guys are going to have families. It may be more convenient for you to move to Houston one day. Mm -hmm. Like, Right. And I can't say like, yo, I don't feel like our friendship is there anymore because you moved away because a part of the value of our friendship is being able to sit down with each other every week. Yeah. Like, that value just got to shift. Yeah. So like, I feel like people being able to acknowledge what said value is, yeah. not that season, what the value of the person is for you. Like, you should be able to have the same relationship with somebody in person that you can have over the phone. The value should remain the same. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be, like you said, solely transactional. If it's like I do for you, you do for me, then yeah. it becomes transactional. Yeah. There's no va there's no real value in be, the friendship. It, sh it should be other value within the friendship that that you uh, prioritize, right? It's like Duke, like, like yeah. Do I know that when I hung out with Duke, we was gonna get some girls together? Absolutely, right. But that's not why I value the friendship. I value the friendship because he's dependable. Right, right, I can, right, right. I, I, I value the friendship because he's accountable. You know right. what I mean? I value the friendship. And he inspires me. And I value the friendship because he inspires me. Yeah. He motivates me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the other stuff, cool. That's just gonna come with those. That's, with that those just comes attributes. with it. Let, yeah. Let's let's find the value in the real things that matter in life, not things that could be replaced like the entertainment. Man, that's that's real. And that's real crucial that you said that because, um, you know, switching gears on one of our last posts when I said that I said that women don't hold other women accountable, right? A lot of the things I was seeing in the comments was like, yo, not me and my friends do this or not me and my friends. And that's all, that only happens with fake friends, right? So it actually kind of makes me think now how 
without those values, you realize how many friends were just surface level friends, mm -hmm. you know, and you realize, oh man, this was just a club friend or this was a club. This was a very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Oof. Acquaintance? Nah, like fly by facetious. Night? I don't know, whatever. <laughs> but it, <laughs> but it was, <laughs> but it was just a really surface level. You know, it didn't really have a lot of substance behind the friendship. So when you take the partying out, or you take, you know, or this person gets in a girlfriend or a boyfriend, or they can't, you know, fund, you know, dinners and things like that. Like that's when you realize um, those things come into play. So when you say, yo, like the 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 inspiration and you know the accountability and dependable all those things matter like yeah that's that's how I feel too right but then when I look at when I think about uh what I just said and when I said yo I don't have a problem with where we at and how things are different because I embrace change mm -hmm. you know I, I can look at things and say okay that makes sense I completely understand why oh say he want to move to valley i get it how mm -hmm. how how mm -hmm. things how things are right are not how they're always going to be mm -hmm. and i'm okay with that and when those changes happen i don't go into a frenzy and say oh like he's different i don't do that you know what i'm saying so that's why when i have that mindset with you or you i expect you or you to have the mindset with me mm -hmm. and a lot of times i think that that energy can come off like that energy can come off cold because I yeah. take that stance yeah. regardless. Yeah, you know. So, and it, and it's hard too because if I if I change, or if, or if I get a girl and I move, I won't say move to Houston, but if I get a girl and I stop moving different, those things t in my head shouldn't have to be communicated because I think that it's a given that you guys know that. You get what I'm saying? But. In reality, sometimes it does. Duke is, Duke's crazy. Yeah, he is crazy because, like, like, because, because, like, what if I'm Duke's the crazy. what if I'm the friend, what if I'm the friend that hasn't experienced that? That's so how I'm do saying. I understand uh, that? Right. How, do I, how, how could you say like I, you just expect me to know? It's that? the same way we expect everyone to know everything. It's it's the same way. But when, we can't assume that. We we, we, own, that. we own up to know we, we shouldn't be assuming anymore. Right, but there's cer certain things that we expect to be common knowledge because we feel like everyone has gone through this thing at some point in their life. But I'm saying, if I haven't gone through it, though. Right, I don't know that. So I'm going to probably learn about that after I make my decision to just handle, do what mm -hmm. I do. What I do, what I do. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? So I think that it's tricky on both sides because if we are of the same mindset and we have friends that are in alignment with how we move and how we behave and how we think, Naturally, we're going to say, okay, once A happens, he'll understand why B happens. He'll understand because we are of the same group, of the same alignment, right? But that's not always the case because then you start figuring out, okay, well, my situation, he probably never experienced like you're saying. But well, let's take it a step further, right? Because we talked about this on a couple episodes ago about like even like being with your partner mm -hmm. and just they should, we've been together so long, mm -hmm. you should... You should you should almost anticipate what I'm gonna do next, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. We've been friends so long, you should know what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. But you just said people change. Yeah. People grow. Mm -hmm. So what if my mindset is no longer like yours anymore? No. Right? What 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 if I'm like, you know what I mean? How, how could how could I understand if if we're thinking differently now? <laughs> Dude's like, yo, you're supposed to know like how I move it. Like we friends. You're supposed I, to know I, how I move it, right? I feel like uh that is the way that it works in I think more so culturally, it works like that for you. And when you look at just like 
just look at just the, the scope of what the village looks like. Like, nah, this is just kind of, at this point we do this, at this point we do this. Mm. If you see this happening, like, that's what mm. it is. Mm. Once your feelings and emotions get involved in something as a friend, like, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't look like that. And that's why I've understood, you know, people do, people's philosophies start to come out as you age. Like, our philosophies aren't as solid as they are now as they were when you were, 17, 22, 25, 30 years old. So you might have been 22 dating women and you was just dating for fun. Uh You might be 30 now dating women and you're like, yo, whoever I'm dating, I'm trying to get married. But your friend that you was hanging with at 22 has the same philosophy when y'all 30. So he's like, Duke's not trying to marry this girl. So like, why is he acting different now? He's always dated girls and now he's not talking to other women, why he talking to this girl? That was the impression that that friend was under. And you, yeah. haven't, you haven't communicated that change. Yeah, I, and, and, and what's, t- what's difficult is as friendship, as friends, the line becomes more murky of when you have to have the conversation of, hey, this is how it is now. <laughs> you said it it's, quick because that's how it be. No, nah, for like that, figuring out where that line is, you it's, it's hard to say because you don't know. At some point, that transition happens, you just don't know. It's different when you when you get a girl, and you know, I'm not talking to other girls now. Hey, yo, I got a girl now. Hey, yo, I can't I can't mess with y'all no more because mm-hmm. I got a girl. It's it's clear, mm-hmm. right? And it can but feel cold. It, it's clear. It feels cold, but you mm-hmm. know what point you need to make that. You know, delineation with friendships, though, it's like, yo, I got a girl now. I don't even know, like, what I'm doing yet. I don't even know what what principles I have yet. Right. So I'm still learning her. So I can't even tell you what's not okay off the rip because Mm -hmm. it's not even clear yet. Right. So that thing has to come just organically. And that shit may never come because you may never get there because you've already like when time goes on. You know how it is when when time when time elapses, you just kind of he got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Right, it's been so long that they gotta know, so that's why it becomes harder to just make those things clear, right? On my end, at least, right? But I think that everything is, you know, has to come from, like two way, right? If there's an issue with how I'm approaching friendship, I expect at this point in my life <laughs> that person to address it with you, to address it with me. I'm gonna ask you a very off of the back of the example that you use, mm-hmm. like, hey, yo, I got a girl now, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. You can answer this question too, oh. At one point, because I still think, like you said, it's murky. At, one, at what point do you say, my girl is more important than my friends? I should, okay, I'm glad you said that. I'll never say that because I don't feel like it's ever, it should ever be a de- debate. It should never be unclear. It should never be unclear. Once, once I establish that this woman is my future, that's it. it you know the deal. That's it. And the reason, okay, and the reason hey, I that's say, it. yo, and the reason I say that is because that's the approach I take with someone else. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's probably the problem because, like, yo, I'm taking this approach with you. So you've known me 10 years. I don't know how long, how long you've been a Britney. Two. I just know she's more important than me. <laughs> hey, hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, hey, know that. Yo, that's just, real. Like, as, as your friend, yeah. I know she's more important than me. Yeah. yeah. I know that because that's your future. Yep. So, with that being said, though, 
I also feel like it's a level of emotional maturity that comes along with that. Because I'm sure it's, it's plenty of fellas watching right now. Hopefully you guys got to this point. There's plenty of fellas that could be watching right now. It's like, my, girl, my, my homies, my girl is never going to be more important than my homies. Cool. Right? But what I'm saying is, when you get to that point, is there, let's say you have a friend who was still in that past place, that place where you guys met at 18, 17, and he's just like, nah, bro, we always been broke before. Oh, we always rock like that. So how all of a sudden you get with this girl, and that's not the formula no more. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, this is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Where's that conversation take place? Well, it takes place right then and there. Right then and there when he asks. Oh, okay. Well, shit, bro. I guess I, I, I mean, I thought it was clear, but let me go ahead. Yeah, and, let me go said, ahead. And, let me go ahead and explain it to you. Yo, this is my woman. But you saying that it's never gonna be no place for him to ask. No, I, that he he would ask just like that, right? He would say, "Yo, what's up with this?" I, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm saying I feel like it's gonna be a recognition before he asks, and which means he probably won't ask, mm. which means his feelings are already affected right. by the action that you've shown him. That he's not as important. So now it's on me to kind of bridge the gap and say, "Hey, and, and this works for ladies as well." Yeah, and this is you know, this is like, "Hey, hey, bro, here's the deal." You get what I'm saying? And the reason like I don't feel like that's ever, I'm never communicated that myself is because it's not saying that, hey, yo, we're not friends though. It's not saying that you're not important though. It's just saying that, yo, on the hierarchy of people in my life. If we had to do a ranking, right, you would be under my woman. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You're on the so, list. You're on but, the list. But you're still very important. Yeah. All that means is like, yo, if there's an emergency and it's you or my woman, I got to go with my woman. Yeah. This is a woman who's going to carry my seed. Yeah. This is a woman who potentially can extend my legacy. Yeah. All right. This is a woman who, if the world was ending today and I can only choose to spend a life, spend my life with one person, it would be her. Yeah. Right, so that's kind of how I look at it, and it's so it's not about abandoning abandoning our friendship, but we only have so much energy and capacity, you know, for so much, right? Especially when we're trying to build a business, especially when we're trying to grow this podcast, you know, especially when we're trying to be the best men um, that we can to our women and show up, and not just be men and just not just say, yo, we're just outstanding men, but really be present and really crafting out the type of life and love we want for our families, mm-hmm. right? That's, that's a lot of work. Yeah. That takes a lot of showing up, you know? And a lot of times, people that aren't in that space will never understand that. You get what I'm saying? So a lot of times, these, rela- these, these uh, types of conversations that's not being had are probably coming from people that's not in your position, right? Because people that are in your position have a little bit more compassion to what you're going through mm-hmm. and can relate more. And I... I think that's what the conversation is about. And that's how friends separate. And that's how friends and those friendships really disintegrate because the conversation isn't had, too much time goes on, 
both of you guys have created your narrative on the situation, or maybe one side has created a narrative on right. the situation. I feel very much like you, Duke. Like, yo, I'm just going to do what's in front of me. And when I look left and I look right, I expect to see you there. And if I don't see you there, that's cool. I'm comfortable with where our relationship is at. But I don't think a lot of times people nah. have, people, people are not comfortable with that. And I don't think people are comfortable with the, the space of, they can't insert themselves in your life anymore. That's why a lot of times, and you, you, you catch this, listen to it, because there'll be people around where, where we're at today, right? And we are in spaces of being in committed relationships and working towards family and legacy and working to those things. And it could be a friend who might come up to either one of us and say, or not even come up to us, tell somebody else about us because this is the connection. Like, man, I remember when he used to be in a club doing X, Y, and Z. That is the connection piece. People connect in a few different ways. Some people connect with other people in gossip. Some people come connect by complaining. Some people connect with people by, by talking about you. Mm. That is what they still are holding on to because that's the last place you left them. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times, and I see it, and I see it, but again, it's hard to, to communicate to your friend, like, hey, yo, this is where I'm at yet. This is where I'm at now when they haven't seen it yet. All they see is where y'all is at, and they just see where you left them at. Yeah. And that's what you did. You changed. You left me. We used to do this, and now we're not. And I feel like both sides have to bridge the gap. You, you have to reach back and show them how, hey, yo, you can support me in this way now. But they also have to be like, hey, yo, I respect where O's at now. Mm -hmm. I respect where Duke's at now. I respect what he's doing now. You yeah. know, it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough, though. It's very tough. That right there um, makes me think about, we started this conversation, this episode, talking about the two different shows, The Power and Snowfall. And that right there makes me think about um, the, the friendship dynamic in both of these, I guess, two different shows. So we have like the friendship dynamic between Ghost and Tommy, mm -hmm. and then like the friendship dynamic between Saint and Leon. And I, I, I kind of want to know, like, from y'all opinion, you know, y'all honest opinion, like, what friendship do you think served each other more? You know, because in, in, in Ghost and Tommy's relationship, you have Ghost who's just on this quest for personal growth, right? And whereas Tommy is kind of just kind of like really just stuck in... We got a good thing going here. He, he, yeah. he really doesn't want to let anything yeah. go where Ghost is kind of just trying to elevate, right? And then you have Saint and Leon where Saint is really trying to elevate in the street life, right? But Leon is really trying to elevate spiritually, mentally, kind of take a step away, right? And, you know, they're both, the friendships are both existent throughout the entire se series of, of seasons, right? But as we get to the end of both seasons, right, or both shows, we have seen a shift now in both friendships where it really is not, it's not what it, was, what it started like, right. mm -hmm. you know right, what I mean? Right, 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 right. For, for various different reasons, right? right. But I want to know, what, what, what friendship do you guys feel like served each other better at, versus the, out of the two characters or it's four good, characters? It's a, it's a good ass question you got over there, oh. It's a good question, you know. Um, I'm, I'm still thinking about my answer. I think as, as you say that, Ghost and Tommy had a really toxic friendship. Yeah, facts. That yeah, a really, really real. toxic yeah, friendship. That's too horrible. Built off of love. Nah. Built off of love, like... Love and money, though. 
and and built off of love and money, you know. Um, and the root of all evil isn't money. The no. root of all evil is the love of money. Mm-hmm. And they began to sh- do a lot of evil stuff in order to keep each other in the space they wanted to keep each other. Both of them did. Tommy killed Ghost's partner, killed um, um, Angela. Angela, right? Because he like, nah, because she's going to help take you up out of here. I don't, I don't, that shit crazy. That shit I don't want that. Toxic. I got to get rid of her. She's going to help take you up out of here, right? Um, <laughs> I, I think about that. <laughs> yeah. I think the Leon and that was crazy. Franklin, that was crazy. though, that was crazy. Leon and Franklin, I really like their friendship. I really like their friendship because Leon was always, and to the end, a very, very loyal person to just the best situation for Franklin. And at one point in time, the best situation was them getting out of their regular life and getting into the street and really, really growing that. And then another situation, it was like, yo, bro, you want me to put you back into the street situation and like, I got the ability to take you out. Just come, with, just like come mess with me, man. Like, and Franklin wasn't trying to move over there. So me personally, I think the the friendship that's the that was the realest, the realest. Whether you were high, whether you were low, whether we was making money together or not, Saint Leon was Saint Leon. Saint Leon, guaranteed. Yeah, for sure. I felt like that was the realest of the two friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of things that you can eliminate with Tommy and I, Ghost, and I don't know if they'll be that good. I feel like I feel like it wasn't clear that Tommy wanted the best for Ghost. It wasn't clear that Ghost wanted the best for Tommy. It wasn't clear that Saint wanted the best for Leon, but it was very clear that Leon wanted the best for Saint. Mm-hmm. It was clear. Very clear. Like, all the time. You know what I mean? Saint was kind of like, if it's good for me, then it could be good for Leon. You know what I mean, but yeah, it's Leon. I think that that relationship was just more. It was just healthier, way even, healthier. Even just the relationship he had with Franklin's mom, right? Even that relationship was healthy. Versus he, Ghost and Tommy's mom. Well, well, I'm just saying that. I forgot about that too. <laughs> you know what I mean? That too, I forgot. But even just Leon being, you know, just like. Franklin's mom ingratiating Leon as her own son. Yeah. And mm-hmm. saying, yo, like, you just like my second son. So I'm taking care of you just like I'm taking care of my Franklin. You know, and that went on to the very end. So I would say Leon for sure. Tommy and Ghost, nah. It was episode, I didn't know if this one kill each other. So I don't, I don't know about that one. And they was trying to for some time. And they time. was trying to kill each other. Yeah. Yeah. yeah nah. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine having the emotion of wanting to kill you. Right. And also, what I never got from Leon, and maybe I missed this, but I never got through all the seasons of him being jealous of Franklin and him wanting to take his spot and be the head guy. I was getting that from, from Tommy. That's what I'm saying. Leon always wanted the best for you know, Saint. I was getting that from Tommy. Tommy used to question uh, uh, Jamie's, uh, Ghost's um, decision making. Yep. You know, and say, yo, nah, you know what? That ain't it. So that's toxic. That's toxic. Yo, but you said something. You said the root of evil is what? The love, the love of, money. of money. Is it the love of money or the lack of money? What you think? The love of money. Because, I mean, I'm glad you used the word lack. Like, a lot of people fall in love with it because of the lack. So, like, lacking, people... lacking it isn't, isn't the first, that, like, lacking it isn't the evil part. 
It's the, okay, I like it. Okay, now I love it because I'm willing to do whatever so I don't feel that again. So, like, you have to fall in love with it. Well, do you fall in love with it or do you need it? Because if you like it, you do bad shit because you need the money, not because you love the money, right? If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. I mean, do you understand what I'm if, saying? If like, you if if you broke and somebody said like, yeah, drug dealing was my only option. Like McDonald's hires every day, so the love of money because of what it can get you. Like we're not talking about just living. Like I just want to make sure I can have a meal tomorrow. Nah, we're not talking about that. This is we live. I don't know about everywhere else, but we live in America. You can go walk into any establishment and go get a job. You can do that. You guys let me know. I'm, we've been entrepreneurs, so from what I see, I've, I, haven't, I haven't drove in, the, I haven't driven in the last five years and not seen a now hiring sign anywhere. You guys see those still? Still. So what I'm saying is, when you get to the point and you're doing evil stuff, it's because you're doing stuff outside of just the normal parameters. And when you fall in love with money, you're willing to do anything to get, to get it and get more of it. You want more and more and more and more. Like, now, is there anything wrong with making money? There's nothing wrong with making money at all. But when money becomes the most important thing to you in life, there's nothing more important. Your family's less important. Your, your children are less important. Money is the most important thing, and you think that's the only thing that's going to move you? It's dangerous. Okay, you think more crime is committed, though? With uh, Crime is committed by people who are trying to achieve more money? Or crime is committed by people who don't have money and just trying to get some money? I think crime is more crime. And they, they, they would like us to think that more crime was committed by people who was broke. I don't believe that. Uh, what do you <laughs> I, think? I, I truly don't believe that. What do you think? No, I think more crime is done because of the lack. The lack? The lack. I think more crime is done when you got money, you got resources, you got those things to do it. Like, you think probably bigger. You think crimes. poor people are ordering hits on people? Nah, but I think poor people are running up in people's houses. They sticking people up on on the corner. I guess. Yeah. I guess. I guess so more, I mean? more crime. I guess more crime is kind of different than bigger crimes, right? Like, like defrauding your taxes isn't done by poor people, right? Like, there's. It's people who's doing that all the time. No, like, but taking your PPP loan is. There's some people with resources that's doing that. And what I'm saying is. people with no that, resources doing that. I mean, big, what, what I'm saying is, it's not, it's, not, it's not people who don't have nothing that's doing it. It's the, that's what I'm saying. It's the love. It's people who got something and they be like, I want more. Mm -hmm. Your bills are getting. Your, I'm, those, the people who are doing that, bills are getting taken care of already. They just want more. You want more. Okay. And I, th I think that's what the issue is. Okay. Back to friendship. Back to friendship. Back to, <laughs> back, back to friendship. Friends. Yeah, I, um, I want to ask you guys. Yeah. Right? So as we get older and we have friends, like you mentioned Tony. Mm -hmm. We have a friend, he has a family. And you said that, like, I understand where he's at. You know, like, to me, that's a sign of reverence and it's a sign of respect because you could easily be like, but yeah, we don't talk the same way. So like, I don't know if he messed with me the same way. Mm -hmm. How do you get? How do you get to that point of respecting 
where your friend is at in their life now and not where you met them at? Man, we got years, bro. We've, we've built so, we've built such a strong rapport over the years that we've bought ourselves the freedom like to, to grow. I like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We've put in so much time. We spent, we've had so many conversations, so many uh, vulnerable, heart to heart, honest, grown man conversations that, yeah, we've, we've, we bought ourselves the space, the, uh, the opportunity to grow. You know what I mean? So... Um, I think that could only happen if you guys are putting that time in as friends, you know, and time is precious, bro. Life, you know, tomorrow's not promised to any of us. So, like, it's important if you do want that with with your friends and you got to put the time in. It don't it shit don't just come from from not kicking it, from not hanging out, from not talking, from not speaking. Or even when I can't see, it's just hollow, hollow. Pick up the phone and call. Mm -hmm. Yo, just because people are busy, bro, you busy as shit, bro. But if I bet you if I call, you got 10 minutes for me. For sure. <laughs> Yo, sure. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's just doing things like that. It's, it's being, um, being adamant about taking the time to pick up the phone and call. Even though I haven't seen my dog in three months. It's all good. You know what I mean? But we got that check-in. That check-in we was talking about on the other episode with your girl. You know what I mean? It's important to check in with your homies too. You check in with your homies and, you know, it'll make things easier as we're, all, as we're both growing in our own individual directions. That, that's how I've been able to, to manage those feelings and those emotions because it's easy for me to, it's easy for someone to sit in my seat in that, in that particular situation and say, be like, damn, why, why bro don't fuck with me like that no more? Mm -hmm. I called him three times this week. I've called him three times and bro, he still ain't hit me back. I don't take that personal. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I don't, like... My dog going through a lot right now. Some people take that personal. I, what, I, what I would never do, though, I would never get that reaction from someone and just chalk it up and say, oh, he tripping. I never mm, do that. Mm. I try to understand where he coming from, even though I'm busy, even though I got my life going on, even though I got things to attend to. I would never be aware that someone is feeling the type of way by the lack of friendship or the lack of brotherhood and say, that's his problem. I never do that, right? I get that part. If I'm aware of it, we'll talk about it, we'll address it, and then I'll try to make it known, like, hey, yo, look, bro, I love you, but this is, let's, let me just break it down where my mind is so you understand, mm -hmm. so you're not just harboring those feelings and carrying it and you know, making that the foundation of our friendship or lack of, like you, like you think. You know what I'm saying? I would never do that. But like to your point, man, just understanding how how much groundwork we put in. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think I think that's the key to anything. We the foundation is so big and strong that you know we kind of we kind of earned this. Mm -hmm. Now, if we didn't put the groundwork in, of course, it's fleeting. Of course, the relationship is going to come crashing down after a couple of times or after a couple of you know months or outings that we don't link up and, and stuff like that but if we put the if we built the foundation and 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 with integrity and we were real with each other and we had experiences and real experiences and we got vulnerable and then like I don't have no problem with that mm -hmm. I don't have no problem with that so I think that's the approach that everyone should take you know and if you so so what would you suggest if you're that guy though and you're having a hard time and you're having a hard time um catching up with the times that your friends are living in. What would you say to that guy? Man, you know, I, I think that 
you know, the saying of you're the product of the nine people you hang out the most? Five people, yeah. The five people you hang out the most? Like, I believe that. I believe that. So, like, if I see that you two are taking off and doing something and I'm like, yo, I aspire to want to still be around them, I got, I have to get with the times. That's how I look at it. But I'm also a very, very accountable person. I'm not going to look at y'all taking off and be like, man, they leaving me. And then sit in my self-pity. I'm not going to do that. If I want our friendship to continue to flourish, hey, yo, you said, oh, you've been doing what? You've been working on what? Duke, you've been doing what? You working on what? Okay. Who'd you, who'd you, okay. You, who'd you hire for that? I'm going to try to get as involved as possible at what it is that you're doing. Because mm. to me, you my friend, you my brother. Mm-hmm. I like what you're doing. I'm mm-hmm. trying to figure this out too. I want, I want to do the same thing. I'm ready to grow. Mm-hmm. And I think you got to be at a space where you're ready to grow. Mm-hmm. I, th- I more so think like the people we might be speaking about, maybe people who's completely content with who they are today and the growth process, they just feel like it's something that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like growth is something that's just going to happen. That only goes, that's the last place of growth that just happens is adolescence. Mm-hmm. Once you turn 13, 14, Oh, you got to start putting in work now. Invoke that shit. Yeah. You got to start putting in work to to grow and change and get your emotional your emotional capacity higher. And okay, you understand these things, start experiencing things, so it can start making sense to you. But if you're completely content with being exactly who you were from the point of sixteen, and you think just because now you're thirty, you're gonna be a different person, like that's not. <laughs> yeah, you, you know what else is gonna make you a different person? Getting a woman. If you want, if you want to grow, get a woman. It's not too many things in this world that's gonna facilitate your growth like a woman. That's real. I promise you that. That's real. Because you're gonna be forced to learn so many different things. You're gonna be be forced to change the way you move. You're gonna be forced to change your circle of friends, or not change your circle of friends, but change the things you guys do together. Clean it up. You're gonna clean it up, <laughs> and from that is gonna come growth. Mm-hmm. All right. Another thing is. I would be, you would be hard pressed to find a man who is struggling, keeping up with the way, the, the way his friends are going, that is really in tune with his identity and who he is and knows what he wants to do. Men that really know what they want to do and know who they are individually are content with them doing this while their friends do this and still understanding that I'm still attached to that. Mm-hmm. I'm just in my, my I'm, I'm in my lane right now and they in their lane right now. Mm-hmm. That's and it. Cool. And it's cool. It's cool. It's you cool. know, when you, when you understand that, hey, yo, I'm completely confident where I am in life and where I'm going and my ideas and my, uh, my mission and I'm completely confident in what my, what my brothers are doing and even though we're not doing the same thing, they right here. I'm right here. It's hard to find a man who's doing those things and having a problem maintaining that friendship. I think so. You know what I'm saying? Those things, that type of feeling of abandonment usually come from, yeah, I'm really not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's that's where it come from. But if I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, shit. I know what it look like. You know? When somebody's doing Yo. what they're supposed to be doing. Mm. Like, I get it. Yeah, so that could be a career. It. That could be a woman. That could be... You know, spirituality, you finding yourself, that could be anything. It could be something different. But if you're in alignment with what you're doing, like, you understand, hey, bro, I'm right here. And if I'm not in alignment, though, 
if I'm not in alignment and, and I see, I recognize both of y'all taking off, it's like, we've talked about this before off camera. It's like sometimes me asking you advice for me could be beneficial. There's some, sometimes you could see things in me, mm -hmm. around me that I can't see in myself. So it's like, yo, Duke or Jalan, man, like, how do y'all think I could grow to be better in this situation? I see, I see like right now, like y'all in y'all bag right now. Yeah, like y'all, man, and I'm really trying to, like, I know y'all not gonna leave me, but like, yeah. but I'm trying to be on my shit too. Like, yeah. is it, is there anything, like, I feel like that's another way that you could like, just ask for assistance from your homeboys, from your friends, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because I wouldn't hesitate to give you the information that I see. I wouldn't hesitate to tell you some things I see you doing good at that I'd be like, yo, you, I, I would lean more into that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. I think like that, that's also a way that if you're feeling like, you know, there's been some separation and you don't really know which way to go and you don't want that separation to happen, you just ask your homies, man. Ask. Yep. The least that you could do is ask, you know yep. what I mean? Before, like without turning around or feeling like, you know yep. what I mean, I'm going to get left behind. I would definitely ask my yep. brother for some advice. Yep. Yep. I mean, and that's the, I think that's the part of the catch. Like, you ask for advice, but because you are in confusion, you got to take that advice, too. Because honestly... Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. If, I, if you're asking me for advice because you're lost and you don't know where to go and you feel like you're stuck and I give you a yo, here goes X, Y, and Z. This is what I see for you. And you don't take that advice. For me, I'm already moving in a real, real space of conviction and direction. And to, I can't really involve myself with much that's not doing that same thing. Mm -hmm. So you, I feel like you doubling down on showing me your colors. Like, bro, you just asked me if, if you can, if yeah. I can help you out with something. I just helped you out. I took the time out of my schedule that you know is busy, that you felt like is what's keeping our separation, to tell you what I feel like you should do, and you didn't do it. Yeah. That could actually make it worse. And that's what I'm saying. It, it, makes, it makes it worse to where it's like, yo, like you actually kind of confirming that we're you're confirming to me we're moving in different directions. Mm -hmm. I would rather you just be more comfortable with being who you are and I'll be comfortable with being who I, who yeah. I am and we can reconvene whenever it's convenient for yeah. us. Mm -hmm. yeah. But like for you to insert yourself and just be like, hey, yo, like what you think I could do? Which I think is dope. Ask the question. But like, it is dope. <laughs> yeah. I think it's dope. Ask the question, but to not take the advice, I feel like it's a, it's like a double slap in the face. Yeah, I you know, agree. and I think we've all been there. I think we've all been there to where it's like, hey, yo, this is this is almost you know, a part of the detriment of what 
uh, our this happened to our relationship with some with somebody. Yeah, That's, that it 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 bothers me yeah. personally. Yeah, it's actually just so toxic to harbor those feelings of resentment. You know, of 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 a friendship, and just walking around like nothing's happening. Like if if you're listening to this, you know, if you're a guy or you're a woman, and you know maybe. Maybe the relationship you have with your friend group or specific person isn't the way it used to be and you don't like it and you can't kind of put a your finger on why it's like that. Like speak about that. You know, talk about that. All right. Don't just harbor those feelings because you know, those those types of feelings show up and those those really disintegrate friendships in the long run. And I think that, you know, if you want to sustain a, a healthy relationship with a, with your friend, then speak, man. Speak, have those conversations, even though it's uncomfortable. Sometimes it's more comfortable having conversations with your partner than it is a friend. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of like, that's, that's a different, that's mm-hmm. a different animal having the conversations with, hey, yo, bro, I'm hurt by, I'm hurt by this. I know I shouldn't be hurt because you don't even, you don't, you don't even do nothing. Yep. Mm-hmm. You don't even do nothing, mm-hmm. but like, I'm just telling you how I feel. So that's a, that's a tough conversation. But if you don't have the conversation, and the other person doesn't even know there's an issue, right? This feeling that you haven't can go on for years. Yep. You know, you guys be at, you know, that. Then what happens is, when it's your turn to get married, you don't invite your homie, or you don't tell your homie he a part of the he, he a groomsman. You're like, hey, yo, I thought we was good. Yeah. He's like, yo, we, we fell out a long time ago. Shit, you never communicated that. Mm. You know. So like that's. Communicate that, man. That's a, that's a whole other beast, right? There. Have, that's a whole other beast. Have have a have a conversation because, you know, a lot of times, the the biggest fallouts, and for men it doesn't look crazy. It's not like dramatic for men, but sometimes it's just a subtle fallout. Those things usually happy happen because of lack of communication, and lack of understanding. Right? Two people see the world differently or are two different, you know, paths to life, and. You know, shit just happens. Mm-hmm. So, I'm pretty sure we all been there or been been a part of something like that, and it's not fun. You know, mm-hmm. no, you know? it ain't it ain't fun. You guys keep continue having uncomfortable conversations with me personally. Same. You know, please. I I know. I feel like you're my best friend at having uncomfortable conversations. Me and you. Yeah. <laughs> me and I have more uncomfortable <laughs> conversations than anybody I can think of. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> What we, fellas? I'm good. I'm good, man. Was, this was a good one. I enjoyed it. We good money. We good yeah, money. I'm good. Oh, man. So, yeah, man. Appreciate y'all for watching and listening. Please continue rocking with us. Please continue to subscribe right now um, to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite you know, podcast streaming service, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Also, please leave reviews, right? Reviews are really important for our growth. And uh, we think we got a good thing going on here, you know. I don't think and, we think anymore. You know, I don't think we think anymore. Oh, we got a good thing. We got we got a good thing going. Come on, dude. My bad, y'all. So we know we got a good thing going on here. So we would appreciate if you guys help us continue to spread the word. We love all the feedback and all the, you know, interaction and engagement we've been getting on socials for the last couple of weeks. So we just want to, you know, keep our foot on the gas and make sure, you know, we keep on trucking. So. Um, follow myself on Instagram at Duke. Follow Jalan at just.jalan. Follow Omar at Omar.Bowden. Follow Nice and Eat the Podcast on all platforms. 
Uh, if you're watching this right now, go ahead and you know take a screenshot, post it to your story, tag your friend. This is important. This episode is really, really important. So mm-hmm. please, please share it. Um, until next time, I'm Duke. I'm Omar. I'm Jalan. And this is another episode of Nice and Neat. And that's that on that. I'll be the one to take the risk to go and get them bands. I'll be the one to never sit and go and make a plan. Knowing my mother getting old and I don't got no time. Gotta keep a couple for the road to rest get left behind. Yeah. To the hunters, pleasure allegiance, I stand. Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.